Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode two of Flooring Stories, the only podcast where owners, managers, and salespeople share the best of what they've learned and how to handle when things go wrong. If you're a flooring store owner, manager, or salesperson looking to grow your business and your take-home pay, we made this podcast for you. My guest on today's show is Solomon Roussan, owner of At Home Expert, just outside Houston, Texas. In this episode, Solomon shares how he sets goals for new sales reps, grew by using floorzap.com, and how at-home experts turns unhappy clients into upsell opportunities. Check out transcripts, show notes, and other goodies at our website, abilitygrowth.com. And with no further ado, please enjoy this episode with Solomon Roussan. My name is Solomon Roussan. I am with At Home Experts, a flooring, uh, kitchen and bath remodeling store uh, in Houston, Texas. We're pretty much an open catalog for clients in terms of material, and we pretty much handle all the trades that have to go on with home remodeling. And we also cover pretty much the turnkey projects for homeowners, builders, contractors. Cool. So you're you're kind of like the the hub of the team, so to speak. You guys get the product, you get the customers, and then uh, and you work with the the uh, installers or the uh, the crews that 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 make the that make the actual work happen and put that all together. Does that sound right? Yes. Yes. We we have over seventy five crews uh, on team, and uh, wow. these are all vetted crews that we use. What's the best? incentive program you've got you've done in the 15 years or so that you've been in in this one of the one of the things that i like to say to like new guys i say okay so you have to have one prospect per day meaning Mm. someone you don't know you have to have one appointment per day meaning someone that you're looking to sign up (laughs) you have to have one closed deal per day wow and then you and you have to have, I mean, that's your goals, right? Yeah. And so if you're, uh, and then you have to have uh, a prospect, a, uh, a close, a measurement, and uh, you have to look for look for a, a referral from an existing and, client. And so how do you, how do you how do you help guys get that, or how do you you know what do you tell them to do to get that? Uh, Okay, so it starts with like the prospect per day. I mean, you can stand outside of a taco spot and and get somebody that's looking for, you know, or in, inform somebody that this is what you do. Huh. Uh, like it could go down all the way to that. Or you can call some people that are um, in the industry that might require your services and you'll be able to kind of offer them. Just give them, give them, uh, give them a three minute phone call just to tell them what we do, right? Just cold call, uh, call real estate agents or, or uh, real remodelers. estate agents, designers, things of that nature. I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to come down to how, who do you want to do business with, right? So uh-huh. if you want to work with contractors, then you go after contractors. If you want to work with uh, real estate agents, then you go after real estate agents. With real estate agents, most of them are dormant. So okay. you have to look for yeah. real estate agents that are actually active. And uh, uh-huh. those people don't really have the time of day to talk to you. So okay. it, it's going to be a little bit more than just, hey, just cold call them, right? You're going to have to go there, do something about it, right? It's uh, Sometimes it's a face-to-face. Sometimes it's a phone call. Sometimes it's a referral from another person. And so prospecting is, is needed 
uh, throughout the day for especially new salespeople. Because if you don't uh, do that, then you're constantly just waiting on what the, you know, the phone is going to bring you or the door is going to bring you, which is okay. And, you know, in busy times of the year, but I always say to my sales guys is that you have to develop a cycle. So after you do one of each things of these things every day, now every day you should be closing, finishing a job on a day, like for every day of the week, let's say, and you know, you might have a couple of days of the week that you don't, but if you're getting one or two out of the four or five uh, checked every day, then in three months time, you'll have a cycle of uh, payments. You're going to have checks coming in sure. because your jobs are finishing. You're going to have clients calling you for jobs. You're going to have appointments that you're measuring and closing. And so it all kind of just cycles through. So it takes about three to six months for new guys that are uh, willing to go home and do their homework and learn about the industry. Uh, uh, that's, that's pretty much what I would say. Uh, and so that's, that's the, that's the best advice that I could give to a, a brand new salesperson in this industry is to, to really invest their time to do short term, short term goals that reach the goals that you want to get to. So uh, for instance, when I came in into this industry, I said I wanted to make 100K in commission. Okay. Uh, and so it required, what, $8,000 a month in commission, whatever, right? And so to make $8,000, how much do I have to sell? And, to you know, these are the things that you have to break down to just so you can have a goal uh, in mind. And so when you're working and you go and you sell a job for $30,000, and you're making a commission of a couple of thousand dollars, like you know that that's not it. You have to continue to do this again today or tomorrow. And so that's the cycle that I that I advise for our sales staff, like a, or anybody in this industry, really. So uh, go ahead. Yeah. So that that's that's pretty much like the 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 main key ingredient, right? And then you know, as as we all know, salespeople you know, don't stick. So you're going to have to always kind of pick the ones that stick out through the bunch. Right. Right. I mean, anything, anything that you see that you, what helps you figure out or you, patterns you've seen of who sticks and who doesn't stick, what, what makes, uh, what makes you think this comes in a stick in the long term, or what you've seen? <laughs> Excuse me. A lot of times though, if you're, if you're good, you, you'll show signs from the start. You'll start closing deals that you, uh, a, a new guy would normally not close. Hmm. Uh, you will, uh, you will uh, learn things, and you will learn from mistakes. That's a big thing. Uh, learning from mistakes is a huge thing in this industry, because at the end of the day, you know, I'll, you know, we can do four or five million dollars worth of uh, business this month, but is are we, are we doing correct business? You know. A lot of people yeah. are like, oh, you know, take, 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 take. Uh, I'm, I'm a more of a guy that says, you know, I only want to do work if it's like legitimate work and clients are happy with our end result, you know. Uh -huh. And so uh, we do we do free consultations. We do free assessments, free design consultations. Uh, we, we have designers on team that we can help us if clients have no idea what they want out of their remodel, things of that nature. And uh -huh. so we ensure that you get something that we think 
uh, that it's going to be good for you or for your property or for your home, uh, depending on your situation and uh, the qualifications that comes about. And so that's something that we do uh, a really good job of uh, is uh, that that helps the expectations stay within reach. So it sounds like if you if, if, if we have a listener that is either a sales manager or a new salesperson, um, it sounds like your advice would be set goals, clear, specific goals, daily goals to have one new prospect, one closed prospect, one measure every day to have specific goals in terms of your, your annual and monthly commission that you want to you want to see. Um, and it sounds like also you know, getting out there and hustling to, to, to make cold calls or stay in front of the taco place and, and just, you know, introduce yourself and saying what you're doing or, or, uh, um, or, uh, or, or making calls to the people you want to work with, whether it's contractors, or if you know, good you know, real estations that are active and busy, those are the, those, those seem like they're kind of the specifics go-tos that, that, that I'm hearing from you. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just small examples and everyone really finds their way uh, as they start to like tumble into the work, right? So they uh -huh. start realizing, you know what, I want to work with homeowners only. And, you know, I was able to get into a, a, a community, one of the communities around our location. I was able to get into the community center and do some events for them. And uh, I was able to introduce myself to 60% of the homeowners in that community. You know, and those are the things that, you know, that those are the things that really drive the business because uh, those are, those are like a, almost like a, a, a plant that you plant, you know, mm -hmm. and, it, and it continues to give fruit because of the fact that you're doing good business. Uh, a lot of times that's what people like forget is that, the biggest thing with contractors or uh, business in, in our industry of business is that uh, a lot of people have expectations that are not met. And that's, that's, that's the biggest thing. Can, can you tell me more about the history of at home expert? What, what the story is for the store? Uh, well, at home expert started with me from home. Oh, really? Was, so you were at, yeah. you, you were the at home expert. I was at home <laughs> expert. <laughs> uh, it started with me at home. It, it, it generated some uh, generated some buzz a little bit around the area, and uh, the business got too much for homework, right? Uh, and so uh, that's pretty much how this whole thing started. I started this business um, while I was working at my previous company. Huh. Uh, simply because, like, I didn't see any future there, and so I just figured, you know, I I I know how to do it. I know what I can do. I mean, I didn't know everything. Obviously, I had to learn uh, along the way. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like managing a business and, and you know you know having the the right things in place, um, and so uh, little by little, it just kind of grew over time. Was there a point that you, you you felt like you turned the corner and you, you know that you know this is solid. This is gonna this is this is it. This is gonna happen for you. Yeah. So uh, the point was when I uh, we integrated a flooring uh, operating system into the business. 
Oh, wow. Which which system was that, if I may ask? Okay, so this is a system that I've been with since they started. It's called FloorZap. Okay. Uh, and this is a system that was uh, pretty much catered to what we do. And and that, I was, um, and, and that, so having that system was like, okay, now I know how all this fits together. Is that, is that right? Having the system gave me efficiency, which allowed me to do more business. Uh-huh. Uh, having the system gave me a CRM program. Mm-hmm. It gave me an accounting program. It gave me uh, a scheduling program all in all in the same same program. platform. Yeah, same platform. That was someone mentioned to me, I think there's another one called like Loom or something Loom. Broadloom. Broadloom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar product? Similar product. Um I feel like the that floors app is mainly catered to like flooring and remodeling. Interesting. Okay. It's, it's a it's a program that was made uh to cater to flooring companies in general. Uh and depending on how your system operates or how your your business operates is how you incorporate this system. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of ways to use it, uh, you know, and uh, that was that was something that really helped my business uh, create stability. And I'm not walking around looking for paperwork or papers that we wrote and yeah, bills sure. and things of that nature. Everything is pretty much cloud based and. I can access it anywhere. The feedback I've gotten is that people really like to hear in this industry when things got screwed up and huh. things really, really, you know, it, it hit the fan and, and yeah, how so, you dealt with it. Would you mind sharing a story like that? Uh, yeah, I have a few. So um, the, you can share a few. Thing, we love yeah, <laughs> people love to hear them. Uh, the things that come to mind is uh, what what we do is uh, when we have issues on the job uh, in our sales meetings, we have like some projects, just problem issues, problem projects. And I've I've had them all like I've had every single instant happen. Can you tell and, a story? Uh, can you tell a story about that? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Okay. There's so many, but <laughs> most of it, most of it, what we what we thrive to do is when a client calls you upset. Yeah. We, as a sales staff, we go to sell him more or her more. Interesting. Yeah, okay. so we take the opportunity to sell more. So, um, how do you do that? So I want, I want, I want to, I want to hear. Let's say for if, if you would tell, one tell time, me, tell me the story. Tell, I want to hear. I'll, I'll tell you, you like a, a small, a very, very like easy story, right? So one okay. time I have a project that's a little bit further away uh, from here. It's about forty-five minutes from my office. Okay. And I, you know, I, I can't be there all the time. So I went there the first day we got the guys going. We, it's a bathroom project with a master bedroom. Right. Okay. Okay. And so, uh, we're, uh, we're doing this project and the lady, she's an engineer. She's very, very intricate about everything. And she's calling and she's like, Oh, they did this and they did that. And now she's upset because like, they're not, fixing it for her right away and things of that nature. And so I say, okay, I, I, I just head over there. Right. I go over there. So, let me uh, the look, so, st- so they've broken up stuff and they haven't fixed it fast enough for her. And she's upset about that. No, no, no. She, we, we've got it out the, pro- the, the bathroom. 
Okay. Um, and um, we, the bathroom went from like a bathroom to just studs, right? So like at this point now, it's about arrangements and things of that nature and things like that. So okay. we've got that down. We've got our, uh, our our framing up and we've got our shower pan working. We're working like we're, it's a big, big shower, right? So, and so we're developing like the, the bathroom together and the guys started tiling her bedroom and her her bedroom and the like half of the bathroom because the other half was still being worked on so okay. it, was, it wasn't all tiled yet okay. uh and um we're just setting plumbing setting electric you know it's still gutted out like it's still on shelves right and, yeah but we have some of the tile installed and and she really liked this tile it's a beautiful tile and so she really liked the tile and she's you know she's like oh this tile has a little chip on it. I want them to change it. And I'm like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll get that done. But on the phone, she wasn't getting that feedback from me. So I just showed up. Right. And so okay. I show up and I'm like, wow, it's already looking great. You know? And I, um, I tell her like, this tile really looks beautiful. Like you've made a awesome choice. And a lot of times a clients just need that assurance, right? Like that, that, um, that, uh, the am we call it the ammunition to fight their neighbors off right so uh, <laughs> when the when the neighbor comes in and uh, they're like oh how much did you pay for this right she right, like right, starts right. to explain why she paid or what she did uh -huh. and you know so the ammunition and and the way that it looks and the style and giving her like verbiage and lingo of the industry to tell her what she has right and so i you know i talked to her about that and and she's like you know what I think that I eventually want to do, I want to remove all the wood floors from my house downstairs huh. and I want to do this tile in the downstairs all together. So it was a mindset. So she's upset and you come out there and say, okay, I'm going to come out. I'm going to take care of you. You come take him and, and you're, you're, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're sincere in saying it's, you know, this, this is, absolutely it is gorgeous. It's a beautiful it's tile, but I, I assured her, right. So I just made some assurance. And and she was cool enough with that. She's like, okay, you know, there's actually some more stuff with as long as you. Yeah, you know, I said, you know, like these tiles that are you don't like, we'll change them. Like she didn't like how one tile's print was, or very very minor issues, you know. And I said, you know, we're still here. Like we're gonna be here for the next two weeks, lady. Like you know, we're it's gonna be taken care of, right? It just, yeah. Just mark it for me, and I'll take care of it. Yeah. And at, in, the, in the conversation, I explained to her how nice it looks and what kind of tile it is, even though when I sold it to her, we we went through a rigorous process of like selecting. So she knows what she got. I just kind of reassured it. Uh, and then she says to me, I want to do this in the rest of my house. And mind you, like her, it's not a small house. Yeah. Uh, the house is uh, almost thirty five hundred square feet, just the bottom floor. Right. Got it. And That's so. Great. So I take this as an opportunity, right? So I tell her, listen, I know that you want to do the rest of the house sometime next year, whenever you get your, you know, yearly bonus. But if you want the same very tile, we have to buy it now. Yeah. Because I can't guarantee you this tile will still be being made or it will still be available to us or it will still be at the same price point. You know, just, just, there's no guarantee. I don't make this product. Yep. So there's no way for me to tell you I'm going to have it for you. And so 
we ended up closing on uh, a $35,000 deal uh, on just material. Wow. Uh, so that's uh, with a lady that was upset in the morning. So that's a real silver lining. And, 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 that, and that's, and that's, you, you feel like that, you feel like that's always there to be had. Yes. Now it's really? about like, the, okay. So the best thing that I could say for, uh, I guess, uh, project managers or, uh, operation managers that are handling like the jobs, because look, after you do the sales, there's a whole nother aspect of the project, which is, I would say another 50% of the, the pie, which is installing it and delivering it. Right. And so what I say to project managers and installation managers is you always have to hear the client out, even though sometimes the issues that they have are ridiculous, even though sometimes the issues are nonsensical, right? You're just like, what? I, that's, you know, that's not how it works, right? And yeah. so what I, what I do best is I hear them out. And I put myself in their shoes uh, to see what can be done, right? Obviously, cost is a factor. So you have to always make sure that whatever it is that you're using as a solution, you know, has a cost factor to it. So you're able to manage it within the job or if it's an additional thing that needs to be done, right? So if it's an, within the job, obviously you do it. If it's additional, you obviously charge for it, right? It. Um, and so overall, I just, the biggest advice is to hear them out because a lot of times you just want to shut them out because it's it, it seems ridiculous, but for sure. you got to hear them out. Uh, and from there, you're, you'll be able to really know like where uh, the pain is and and relief it for them right and then that's 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 what i always say to clients i say it's not about doing jobs that always go smooth it's about doing jobs that have hiccups and how do you deal with those hiccups uh, and that's yeah. that's that's a big portion of it uh, another instance uh would be uh we go to a project and the project has uh you know the subfloor or the slab isn't in proper conditions yeah um we have certain procedures that we go through to to take care of that to not put the blame on us right because i mean yeah. i didn't make the slab or i didn't make the subfloor so uh we we do a good job of assessing prior to installing uh at the same time sometimes it requires us doing the gut out first you know so it, it just depends on what what you're dealing with based on you know situation based on that particular project at the time but most of all, just hear them out and, you know, working with the end consumer, there's a lot of demand and uh, a sure. lot of them don't, don't know. Right. And so if he doesn't know, or if she doesn't know, she can't lead your project. So that's a big thing. Like you have to lead the project. You can hear yeah, them out, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. have to lead the project. Yeah. Can, okay. Now can, can you, can you share, uh, I mean, imagine that I, I don't know, but you know, I can tell you from my own work happens but a time when when your team actually screwed up and how that how that went down um sure you, you, um, we, you will nothing will be published until i have your approval just so you know so nothing's going to get you whatever, whatever no you i mean we, we we've had we've had some issues where we've screwed up and we, we take care of it uh 
we had a, a instance one time we're installing a vinyl plank which is supposed to be 100 percent waterproof and so we're installing vinyl plank and the installer calls and said hey there's high moisture levels here and so we're like hey you know what just put a moisture barrier uh plastic underneath it and it's it's moisture it's waterproof product so just set it and um maybe it was seven to eight months later the product started to deteriorate uh oh. and uh, we uh, and uh when they called us uh we told them you know we tried to make a claim with the manufacturer manufacturer bailed on us um and so we stopped dealing with that manufacturer at the time so we stopped dealing with them uh like no more you know no no more new jobs going out of that product yeah and then yeah. um and then we replaced the product for them uh what we did is we gave them full credit on what they've paid and they came in and they bought like they bought a better product obviously and so they paid the difference and we gave them full credit on what they what they've paid us before just like there was nothing installed just yet and uh uh we Sorry, my, my uh, yeah, get, get away Sorry, go, and, go ahead and, and that's it i mean we we took care of it we we replaced it they paid the little bit of a difference in in uh material cost difference that they had and uh, and uh, we moved on when there is when there is issues like this right and you take care of it it, it goes a long way for that client you know that yeah. client has referred at least three or four different uh, that that lvt uh, client yeah it, yes I, I was having that conversation with someone today it's a guy he was told me actually he worked at hula hands he was i mean he, he doesn't work there anymore but he was telling me that what he learned when he was you know, he, you know when he was in his 20s working at hula hands was you know if someone has a good experience they might tell one or two people if they have a bad experience they'll tell like eight people but if they had a bad experience that you made into a good experience they'll tell 10. That that's the that that that's kind of it, which I think you know I, I'm I'm hearing you say pretty loud and clear like when when something goes wrong, that's that's the dinner bell, and you need to come out there with a the sense that you can really hear and really be available to hear the person's concerns, but recognize it's an opportunity to really um, sell something. Really yeah, sell something. Yeah. Yeah. So Amazing. we we, uh, we have a lot of different uh, projects like that. Uh, we do a lot of projects where we repair flooring. Mm -hmm. And that that usually comes out into a, a, a whole nother project. Amazing. Well, I, I don't want I mean, I, I, this has been great and I don't want to cut it short. If there's something else you want to you want to share with uh, the larger flooring world and everyone would love to hear it. Um, you want any, any any parting words of wisdom that you want to share out there? Hopefully that uh, this grows to be a, a big podcast and uh, yeah. people see that we're here to. Uh, we're here to offer a, a, a reliable service. Um, and so if there is anything that uh, we can uh, help with in the Houston area or surrounding areas, uh, we'd love to do so. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed, please subscribe and rate us. If you are a flooring store owner, manager, or salesperson with a story to tell, please visit abilitygrowth.com, go to the Flooring Stories tab and click About and sign up. My name is Adam Singer, and I am the host of the Flooring Stories podcast. I am the owner of Ability Growth Partners, a marketing and sales growth agency. We specialize in helping flooring stores use websites, SEO, Google Ads, Instagram, Facebook, and more to get the most money for their marketing spend. If you want to learn more about us, check out our website at abilitygrowth.com. 
Look for another episode of Flooring Stories every Tuesday, dropping at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. If you're going to be in the Surfaces event in Las Vegas next week, please look for me. I'll probably be in a kind of unusual sweater and handing out Flooring Stories stickers. Hope to see you there.